Hey there, Story Pirates listeners, Lee here. Now, I have to warn you, there are a lot of rats on today's show, but don't worry, they're very cute and very smart. And we have a bunch of other stuff too, like jellyfish, fairy godmothers, pop stars, viral dance videos, and cute, smart rats. All that and more coming up after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! If you live in the Midwest United States, you can bring your kids to see Story Pirates live on the Amazing Adventure Tour, proudly sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. You can find tickets at storypirates.com live. Shows feature Eric from the Story Pirates podcast and Peter hosting in Wisconsin and Illinois. The Amazing Adventure Tour is headed to these cities in May. Iowa City, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Akron, Ohio, Plainfield, Indiana, Milwaukee and Madison, Wisconsin, featuring Peter, Skokie and Joliet, Illinois, also featuring Peter. We really would love to see you there. That ticket link again is storypirates.com slash live. Now back to the show. Hey, grown-ups! If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from Episode 7 this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met, and as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream, and in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grown-ups and probably older kids. Grown-ups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. Ah, wow. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Good morning, Rachel. Or should I say, best morning? Because it's our birthday. I say our because this is a recording that I, Rachel, made for you, Rachel, a.k.a. me, so that I, still Rachel, could be the first to wish us, both Rachels, a happy birthday. Happy birthday to you, me. Happy birthday to Thank you, Confusing Alarm Clock. Ah, today is my birthday, a.k.a. the most important day of the year. After Election Day, of course. And Earth Day. And Labor Day. Also my mom's birthday. And February 9th, which is just like a fun day, I think. (laughs) But my birthday is the sixth most important day of the year. I wonder what presents everyone got me. You know, I think everyone's in the kitchen having one of their formal breakfasts. (laughs) I'll go see what the deal is. Peter, dear, could you please pass the breakfast yams? Certainly, Megan. Good morning, friends. Ooh, are those breakfast yams? Sorry, got distracted. Do you know what today is? Oh, I know. It's the anniversary of my one-woman show from 1982 entitled Megan. How old is she? Who knows? Who cares? Mm, no, today is... Oh, oh, I know. The day I legally changed my name from Eric to Flopper's Broccoli. Did you... 
do that? No. Okay, so no. Today is a big day for me. It's oh, oh, I know, I know. Is it National Tell Someone They're Your Friend Day? Ooh. You're my friend. You're my friend. You're my friend. Stop interrupting. You're all each other's friends. Today is. Who wants soup? Me. Great. Everyone, come down to my soup center. Bro, oh, yeah. Yeah. there's never no, 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 no. I was just thinking about. Soup. I think. Everyone forgot my birthday! I just like writing stories. That's a good line. Work hard and never give up on your story. If you want to write a story, just go with the flow. And that inspires me that jokes are very funny. The Soli Pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone. Where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. Wait a minute, everyone. You really don't remember what day it is? Tuesday. It's Wednesday, Peter. The day after Tuesday. There isn't something that maybe everyone's forgetting? Oh, right, of course. It's time to do a story. Okay, I guess. Okay, listeners, have you ever heard the phrase, be careful what you wish for? It means that sometimes you want something really bad, and when you finally get it, you're surprised that you might not want it anymore. This next story is kind of like that. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is James. I'm nine years old and I live in Maryland. This is my story, Mr. Chuggy and Me. Okay, Annie, Bella, are you two ready? We're ready, Emily. Let's start our rise to viral video stardom. On your mark, get set. You guys are just standing there. Why aren't you dancing? I was waiting for go. Why are you dancing now? What? She said go. Annie! She said go. Emma, she said go. She says, come on. You're not taking this seriously. Emily, it's a vid. It's not supposed to be serious. You know what I mean. How you do one thing is how you do everything. I read that on a mug. You sound like my gymnastics coach. The secret to winning is consistency, Bella. There is no try, only do, Bella. I can't with you too. Emily, where are you going? I'm going home. Perfection is its own fun. Bella. <laughs> Emily! I thought you were having a sleepover at Annie's. I was, until she and Bella decided they weren't interested in becoming the biggest social media stars of tomorrow. Honey, is this about you being in charge of the dances again? Dad! You're never on my side. I'm going to my room. Did she bring her sleeping bag back? No. I guess it's my turn to go get it, and I'm going to have to make small talk with Annie's parents. (sighs) It's not fair! I'm not content with my life. I just want things to be perfect. (laughs) What would you like? Dad, leave me alone. Let me cry in my pillow in peace. I'm not your father, Emily. Dad, stop messing around. 
my father. I've never seen my dad in princess clothes or holding a wand. And my dad doesn't have a beard or- I am your fairy godmother, Mr. Chuggy. Okay, wow. Can I just say that you and that dress are beautiful? Thank you, thank you. Does that mean you can help me with my problem? Why, yes it does. What is it? I don't know. My friends keep goofing off. I kind of wish there was a world where I could go, where everything was perfect, but it was still the same world, with my same mom and my same dad and my same friends Bella and Annie, except they were perfect. Hmm, okay. Consider it done. Whoa! You just made a doorway appear on my wall! <laughs> now just walk through the door, and I think you'll find your wish has come true. Thank you! Oh, that's what fairy godmothers do. Grant wishes. Whether we should or not. I'm sorry, what? What? What was that thing, that last thing that you just said? I wouldn't worry about it. But now I am worried about it because you told me not to, and that's hey, kind of- Hey, wow, look at that beautiful valley there. Don't you want to get down there and check it out? If everything is perfect, then nothing is wrong, right? Oh, right. Have fun. I'll catch you later. <laughs> Bye, Mr. Chuggy. Okay, come on, Emily. What's the holdup? If it's truly perfect, then there's nothing to fear. Okay, here we go. Amazing! The valley is perfect on both sides and whoa! Look at these apples! They're all exactly alike and just perfect! I wonder if they taste as good as they look! This is delicious! Wow! I wish Annie and Bella were here to try this! Try what? Annie! Bella! Wow! It's really you! Just like I wished for! What kind of fairy godmother would Mr. Chuggy be if he didn't give you exactly what you wished for? You want to try this apple? Perfect! Shall we to town? Wow! Even your grammar is perfect! Yes, we shall! Let's go! That's the bookstore that never has a book out of place. And that's the shoe store that always has your size. And that's the main building. What's the main building? Don't worry about it. You'll never have the need to go there. But what happens there? Don't, Don't worry about it. If you tell me not to worry, it kind of makes me worry. And that's the ice cream shop that never runs out of your favorite kind of ice cream. What kind is that? More. <laughs> <laughs> Emily. <laughs> Emily. <laughs> Emily. Yeah, what's up? Why are you guys looking at me so strangely? What's wrong with you? Nothing is wrong with me. It was a really good joke. Like, my favorite kind of ice cream is more. I get it. <laughs> but you kept on laughing. And laughing. Oh, I guess I did. I'm sorry? It feels weird to apologize for laughing, especially when I was just having a good time. How about we all go to my house? Sounds perfect. <laughs> Emily, didn't you think Bella's joke was funny? Yeah. <laughs> See? Very good. Let's go. Annie, this is just like your house, only more perfect somehow. Like, your parents are much easier to make small talk with now. Shall we jump rope? You're up first, Bella. Let's do polka. I can do a polka. I can do a split. I can do a tap dance just like this. One, two, three, four, five, six. Nice seven, job, Bella. Eight, nine, ten. I wonder how 11, many jumps 12, she's going to get. 15, 14, 15. 
Listen, Emily, I'm your fairy godmother, and I'm supposed to grant all your wishes, but sometimes what we think we want turns out to be more complicated than what we imagined. Mr. Chuggy, will you grant me one more wish? Uh, I don't know. What's the wish? Don't worry about it. Oh, Emily. Just come with me. Hello? Oh, Emily, you're back. And you brought your fairy godmother? Yes. Mr. Chuggy, meet the real Annie and Bella. Oh, Mr. Chuggy, do you know Lady Twinkle? She's my fairy godmother. Get out of town. I know Lady Twinkle. She was my football coach. Emily, we're so glad you're back. Annie and I wanted to apologize. We weren't listening to you earlier, and we were rude. I'm the one who needs to apologize. I was so bent on us being perfect that I didn't focus on just having fun. Nobody is perfect, and I like my friends the way they are. Oh, Emily, you learned to appreciate your friends. I know I'm the fairy godmother here, but you just made my wish come true. Mr. Chuggy, will you join us in making the most imperfect viral vid of all time? Absolutely. You just have to wait until I say go. She said go! <laughs> the end. Now, Lee speaks with the author. Hello? Hi, is this Jane? Yeah. Hi, Jane. It's Lee from Story Pirates. I feel like you say that every time. <laughs> what do you mean every time? This is the first time I've ever called you. Well, I'm like, I've listened to your podcast, and you're like, hi, <laughs> um, whatever the person's name, it's Lee from Story Pirates. <laughs> Why do you think that I say that every time? Because you can't think of a better line. <laughs> what do you think I should say instead? Well, you should definitely change it around. So can I try a new greeting? Uh, sure. Okay, so pretend that I'm just calling, okay? And so you can just say hello. Hello. Kiefer is my favorite food. I am Kiefer Man. 
Welcome to this phone call. I can totally tell it's you. <laughs> so, how did you come up with your story, Mr. Chuggy and me? I don't know. I was just sitting in the bathtub and thinking. And I was like, maybe I should come up with a story. If you want to write a story, just go with the flow. That's good advice, right? Uh-huh. Just let your imagination run wild. I love that. So... In your story, Emily has a very specific wish. Can you relate to that wish? Do you ever wish that things were perfect in your life? No, I kind of like it when my socks have holes in them. Are there other things that you like in your life that are imperfect? Yeah, oh, um, that's hard. Like, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And I think my neighborhood's perfect, but someone else might not think it's perfect. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I guess I've grown so accustomed to it, and I guess it's kind of my kind of neighborhood. There are lots of fun things to discover. For you, something that's imperfect might be perfect. Exactly. What about like school or sports, dance or art? Something that you're trying to do. Do you think perfection is something to strive for in those areas? Or are they also imperfect? Yes, because if you were perfect, you'd always win. And sometimes, I don't know, it's not exactly fun to win. If you know you're going to win, you're like, oh, I'll win this match. You, I guess if the other team always won, you wouldn't really want to play. It's not fair. Yeah. Are there good things about losing or being imperfect in that scenario? It builds character. What do you mean by builds character? It kind of teaches you... Hey, it's, you don't always win, but that's okay. But why do you think that even though we know that deep down, we still try to be perfect or we still want things to be perfect? Maybe because they matter to us. And, you know, if your cake wasn't pink, instead it was purple, but your friend's favorite colors were purple and everyone was super happy at your party, you'd be like, oh, this is kind of good, you know? Yeah. It's easy to forget that the way we see the world isn't the way that other people see the world necessarily. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Do you think people are imperfect? Oh, totally. I'd say people can be perfect in your eyes, perfect in a certain way. Like maybe silly. Not too silly that, you know, you get in trouble, but silly enough that you make your friends laugh. That seems perfect to me. Yeah, all right, Jane, thanks for talking to me. You're welcome. Bye. Okay, bye. Okay, I'm giving everyone one more chance to tell me what day it is. Um, Tuesday? Oh, oh yep. Tuesday. I have to go. I can't believe it. My, my friends forgot my birthday. That means there's no presents for me. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. I'm going to go cry somewhere in private. Escape pod door open. Escape pod door closed. How could my friends forget my birthday? I'm so sad. I bet pressing this big fun button won't even cheer me up. Gulp. What did I do? Escape pod activated and separating from ship. Escape pod plotting a course to Jellyfish Village. What? Oh, actually, that sounds nice. Yeah, it's not bad. Arriving at Jellyfish Village. Population Jellyfish. 
Ooh, Jellyfish Village! I want to explore! Here I go! Whoa! I don't think we're under the ocean anymore. Well, actually, we are, but like, we're in a different part. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm not wearing my anti-smush suit. How is that possible? <gasps> hey, I see three jellyfish coming towards me. Welcome to the Jellyfish Village, Jellyfish Village, Jellyfish Village. Welcome to the Jellyfish Village. We wish to welcome you to Jellyfish Village. <laughs> Terrific! Hi, I'm Rachel. I'm from above. Who are you? I'm Jellyfish Eric, the adventurous one. I'm Jellyfish Megan, the actor one. And I'm Jellyfish Peter. Oh, sorry, I thought you were going to give yourself an identifying characteristic. Nope. Funny, you all remind me of my friends. Ooh. Friends I'm mad at. Oh? Because they forgot my birthday. Oh. But I won't let that bring me down. Today will be a self-care day, beginning with a song. Happy birthday to me. Wait a second. I know that iconic singing voice. Yes, I've heard it before. She must be the pop star known as... Rachelle Jolie. What? Oh, no, I'm not a jellyfish pop star. I mean, for starters, I'm not a jellyfish. Nice try, Rachelle Jolie. We know your singing voice. It's beautiful and iconic. Mellifluous, even. Is it gauche if I ask for an autograph? For jellyfish, you all have a great vocabulary. But let me get this straight. You're saying there's a jellyfish pop star who has a voice like mine and her name is- Hey everyone, Rachelle Lejelly is here in Jellyfish Village pretending to be not Rachelle Lejelly. No, oh please, please, please no. What is going on here? Wait a second, that's Rachelle Lejelly. So who is the other Rochelle Jolie? Je suis so confused. Yes, it is I, mega-famous global phenomenon jellyfish international pop superstar and sometimes actor and sometimes visual artist and sometimes audiobook recorder, Rochelle Jolie. I heard a rumor that I was here in Jellyfish Village, which made no sense because I was over there in Jellyfish Cove. So I came here, overheard you talking, and you do sound exactly like me, which means you must have stolen my precious, priceless voice. Voice that. Voice that. Um, what? <laughs> How could I have stolen your voice if you're using your voice to accuse me of stealing your voice? I demand you cease and desist. That's fancy lawyer talk that means you won't be able to say another word ever again. No. Yes. Double no. Double yes. Triple no. Triple yes. Infinity no. Infinity yes. Infinity times infinity no. Infinity times infinity yes. Plus one. Ugh. They really do sound a lot alike. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi! Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! 
What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting... It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot of... It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. Carnegie Hall Kids is a free website for children ages 5 through 12 to learn about music through fun games and quizzes, igniting imagination in children, offering activities that encourage musical curiosity, and developing knowledge of musical concepts. To find all of the fun, child-friendly games and quizzes, just go to, uh... Just go to... Jeez, I can't remember. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! Peter, do you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids? I sure do. Practice, practice, practice. No, no, no. That's the old joke about Carnegie Hall. I'm wondering if you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids. Kids can practice, too, Lee. Jeez. I know kids can practice. I'm just wondering how to find Carnegie Hall, kids. It's on 7th Ave between 56th and 57th Street. No, Peter, not the physical Carnegie Hall. I'm talking... Talking about the website Carnegie Hall Kids, where kids can check out fun musical games and quizzes. I'm not sure I follow. Well, there's one quiz called Animal or Instrument. Ooh, good question. I think you either sound like a crow or a trumpet. No, not me. Animal or Instrument is a quiz that asks kids to listen to sounds and then guess how they're made. Sounds okay. I'd rather learn about different musical traditions from different cultures, though. You can do that at Carnegie Hall Kids, too. I just need to know how to get there. You're going to want to take the NQ or R train to 57th Street. You can't miss it. It's a website! I can make an elephant sound! (sighs) Very good, Peter. (laughs) Thank you. Start your child's musical journey today at kids.carnegiehall.org. Hey, you figured it out! That's kids.carnegiehall.org. Infinity times infinity times infinity, no, plus infinity. Look, clearly the only way to solve this is by having a singing competition. Whoever has the superior singing voice gets to keep it. Fine, you're on. My name is Rochelle, and I am a pop star. Gorgeous. Beautiful and iconic. I can do that. Hit it. My name is Rachel, and I am a pop Something just occurred to me. Do that again. I want to try something. My name is Rachel, and I am a pop star. That was so good. You two should sing a duet at Rochelle Jelly's sold-out concert at Jellyfish Square Garden happening tonight. I agree. What do you say, Rachel? Wow, this birthday is really turning around. I say yes. Thank you to our opening act, Jellyfish, spelled with a P-H, for playing an unprecedented 14-hour song. Now, let me introduce the global pop superstar, Rochelle Gougelie! Hello, all my 
my friends were here to share this moment with me. Listen to that crowd. They love me. I mean, us. They love us. Rachel, would you like to stay here in Jellyfish Village forever? Wow. I'm honored you asked, Michelle, but I'm realizing that even though my friends forgot my birthday, the truth is, when something really good happens, there's no one I'd rather share it with than them. Friends? <laughs> what good is friendship? We just sang a whole duet about the power of friendship. Did we? <laughs> In that case, come back anytime, friend. So long, Rochelle. So long, Jellyfish Eric. So long, Jellyfish Megan. So long, Jellyfish Peter. Rachel, wake up! Where am I? You're on the Story Pirate ship. You hit your head on Rolo's soup bowl and got knocked out cold. It's a hard bowl to protect the soup. Did I dream all of that? I was upset because everyone forgot my birthday. I ran away and I met Rochelle Le Jolie. There was a concert. We sang a duet about friendship. You were there, and you were there, and you were there, uh, and... I guess? Okay, okay. I guess. It's very specific, though. Wow, Rachel. Sorry we forgot your birthday. And on National Tell Someone They're Your Friend Day, no less. And we didn't get you any presents, unless you want this, um, uh, uh pencil? <laughs> no, it's okay. You know, it's hard to remember everyone's birthday, especially mine, since I have several per year. I should have just told you what day it was. Plus... Birthdays aren't about presents. They're about who you choose to spend time with. And I want to spend time with all of you. Aww. Did it take an imaginary, egomaniacal, global superstar jellyfish to teach me this? Yes. What? Hey, you know what actually would be a pretty great birthday present? What? Another story. Yeah! Hey, listeners, this next story is one of those stories that I wouldn't know how to describe even if I wanted to. But remember at the beginning of the episode when I promised super cute and really smart rats? Well, bon appetit, I guess. Here's the author to introduce it. My name's Freddie. I'm seven. I live in California. This is my story, The Zero and Air. Reporter Valerie Pepper and we're broadcasting live from outside the hitherto shuttered lottery ticket factory where the infamous lottery man is making his first public appearance in years. As you can see, hundreds have gathered around the gates with winning tickets that the lottery man has spread far and wide. The lottery man promises to choose one lucky soul whose winning ticket he will honor in full. And look, the gates are opening. It's him. It's the lottery man. see a whole bunch of you holding up your winning tickets. Who shall I choose? I can see a winning ticket over there for the $10 lottery. And there's one for the $10,000 lottery. And there's one for the $10 million lottery. And you there, little boy, I see you have a winning ticket. But why do you look so disappointed? Huh? You're talking to me? I'm sorry to have wasted your time. I found one of your winning tickets, but it's for the zero dollar lottery. <gasps> my boy, my lucky special boy. Don't you see? You've won the greatest thing imaginable. Really? But doesn't the zero dollar lottery mean I win zero dollars? My boy, my lucky boy. It means you've won a whole bunch of things that aren't money. 
Well, look, it appears that the lottery man has made his selection and is lifting the zero-dollar lottery winner onto his shoulders. Whoa! My boy, my lucky boy, while you may not have won any money, you have won 91 rats! The crowd pauses to give one special cricket a chance to express its enthusiasm. And now that the cricket's had its turn, the crowd will express its feelings about these 91 rats. Really? 91 rats? That's amazing! I love it! And that's not all! There's more? You also get a mansion made of boxes! Wow! And a stable made of boxes! Wow! And inside that very stable is... Wait, let me guess, let me guess. A horse made of boxes! Close! The stable is full of an additional 91 rats! Don't forget to feed those rats cheese and carrots. They can't get enough. Oh, look! Here come the rats now, you lucky, lucky boy. Wow, look at them. They're feisty today. Wow, uh, thank you, sir. But I have to ask, if this is my reward, then why is it called the Zero Dollar Lottery? Shouldn't it just be called the 91 Rats and Box Mansion and Box Stable and another 91 Rats Lottery? <laughs> oh, my boy, that would be a silly name for this particular lottery ticket. Why? Because you win so much more! I do? Yes! You also win this! A puddle the size of a swimming pool filled with... Ooh, let me guess. 91... Opossums! Oh. And also... 91 rats! <gasps> wow! It looks like 91 more rats eager for more carrots and cheese have gathered around this lucky, lucky boy. Wow, th this is a lot of rats. You're welcome. But, Lottery Man, I still don't understand why it's called the Zero Dollar Lottery. Shouldn't it be called the 91 Rats and Box Mansion and Box Stable and another 91 Rats and a puddle pool filled with opossums and another 91 Rats Lottery? <sighs> Look, kid. It's, um, because, uh, you win so much more. Really? You also get a, a, a Ferrari made of boxes, and it's filled with, a um... Just say it. 91 rats! Ha-ha! <laughs> oh, wait, actually, that might be more than 91. Let me see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9... Oh, okay, I was wrong. Let me try that again. It's actually 1,000 rats! Wait, wait, everyone calm down. Look, I love the boxes and the mansion and the stable and the pool and the opossums and the 1,273 rats. No one's arguing that those aren't great prizes. But I have to know, why, why, why is it called the Zero Dollar Lottery? I believe we can answer that question. <gasps> but you're... That's right. I'm one of the... 1,273 this is incredible. All the rats are now putting on glasses. You see, we are intelligent rats. We read and learn and write and think and dream. Oh, and also we invented homemade smartphones. Ooh, let me guess. Out of boxes? Certainly not. That's the lottery man's thing. Everybody loves boxes. We made our smartphones out of our fur. The point is, in our research, we've discovered the real reason behind why it's called the Zero Dollar Lottery. Oh, please tell us. Yes, I would especially love to know. 
Zero doesn't mean nothing. Its meaning is emptiness itself. And emptiness is the most exciting thing there is. Consider a bowl. A bowl is more than the material of which it is made. It is also the bowl-surrounded emptiness therein. If a bowl had not emptiness, you couldn't eat from it. If a box had not emptiness, you couldn't play in it. If a pool had not emptiness, you couldn't fill it with possums and 91 rats. Actually, most people fill pools with water. The point is, it is called the zero dollar lottery because what you get is better than dollars. Your reward, therefore, is limited only to that which you can imagine to fill that glorious emptiness. Also, it seems like the lottery man just had a lot of extra rats and boxes lying around. So you're saying that I can imagine whatever I want, and that can be part of my zero dollar lottery ticket? Exactly! Yes! Obviously! That, that's all what I've been trying to tell you! Then, along with the 91 rats... Yes. ...and a box mansion... Yes. ...and a box table filled with 91 rats... Yes. ...and a pool filled with opossums... Yes. ...and 91 rats... Yes. ...and a Ferrari made of boxes... Yes. ...and 1,000 rats... Yes! ...I also choose to win a pet pineapple named Thomas. Once again, the crowd pauses to give one lucky, lucky cricket a chance to express their enthusiasm. And now that the cricket's had its turn to speak... Wait! Now I'm confused! Can you explain again why it's called the Zero Dollar Lottery? Oh, go ask Thomas. I'm a pineapple. The end! That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and a big thanks to today's authors, Jane and Freddie. Before we go, here's today's story spark. Kids, write us a story about a character from your imagination that has a doppelganger, which is a person that is almost exactly the same as another person. You know, like Rachel and Rochelle Lejalie. Tell us how your character finds their doppelganger, what the doppelganger is like, and what your character and the doppelganger do now that they've found each other. As always, grown-ups can submit stories at storypirates.com. See you next week. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media, executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Bear, Mike Havillon, Chad Chennai, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Jonathan Roberts, Jasmine Romero, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Bear at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord, arranged by Brendan O'Grady and Jack Mitchell, produced by Brendan O'Grady, and featuring the beatboxing of Kayla Milady. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Staff writers are Mike Cavallon and Mahala Lawrence. And contributing writers are Woody Fu, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, and Tim Platt. This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Brian Chittapong, Woody Fu, Nick Canellis, Al King, Leslie Kareen, Alexandra Nader, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Justin Phillips, Alan Pierre, Peter Russo, Kristen Studdard, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. The song about friendship was written by Woody Fu and Jack Mitchell and produced by Jack Mitchell.
What a fun episode! And now, to partake in my favorite hobby, using my ham radio to search underwater for undiscovered radio waves. All you gotta do is just turn this knob here, turn this knob here, and that's about it. You just keep turning the knobs until you find something, and don't give up, because you never know when you're gonna find some weird random broadcast on the radio that no one has ever heard before. Hey, what's this? Hey, this is pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can tell I like it because I'm saying, oh, yeah. Um, this is weird, but I think that song was sung by a totally unknown artist that I've never heard of. Cool, I'm the first to discover this unknown artist. Woo, I'm a tastemaker, baby, woo.